Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by Greg Luther. What's up, buddy? How you doing this Monday afternoon, bud? Yeah, yeah. Monday's Monday, right? Yeah, it's spring breaks. So it's like I, I'd almost rather go to work and have that routine. It's just like yep. it's been boring all day. I, I totally get what you're saying, man. I had to, I, I had to when I had to be off to work for two weeks because of COVID and all that. I mean, I was sick for the first couple of days, but I was fine. But I had to stay off for another week. It's like, God dang, I was just ready to get back to work. You know, I know how that feels. So. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know. I told this one about Jonah, but we won't even start there. We'll just – the hot topic yesterday, I guess, was that women's basketball thing. I don't know how much you really paid attention to that. Well, the thing of it is, I mean, when I saw the ring thing, first thing that came to my mind was the Joe Burrow and all right. that. I, I don't know the whole story. That girl from Iowa, I know she's well-respected and all that. But if I'm not mistaken, wasn't she like talking trash too before that happened? Or yeah, I guess she did this to another girl in a different game. So it's like if you're gonna dish it, you gotta be able to give it back. I mean, that's, that's just quite simple. But th- that's what I said. Like I used to talk trash to my brother-in-law about the Colts and the and Notre Dame because he's a big fan. But he would come at me with the Bengals. I used to do it to other people, but I said, but I couldn't take it when they came back at me with the Bengals. And I said to myself, "You act that if you dish it, you better be able yeah. to." Hundred percent, man. If you're gonna talk shit, you gotta be able to handle it back. You can't just you know, be a little baby about it, which to the Iowa girls credit, I haven't seen her come out and really acknowledge it or say anything. So that's what I mean. It's just like, she's taking it. She's got, she, she did that. She's got to eat that shit now and move on with it. Like, yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was Joe Burrow and all that. When he did that, yeah. I didn't think anything really of it or anything. But- yeah. That stuff. Now after on the podium, this is what the only thing with me, cause I just seen that. And it was, uh, it was somebody, a former NFL player or current NFL player. And they were like, Man, I don't get the energy of like being on stage and all you're talking about is the other team that you beat. Like, you just won a championship. Like, you know, she's saying like you got to respect LSU now, and she's still bringing up the other girl. To me, that remind that part just that part only reminded me of like Chiefs fans, dude. So like, y'all still, y'all still no, can't move on. I know. Anything no. that happens, they're ta- they're doing memes of the Bengals. It's like so. So Dale, I post something about my favorite place, Midwest Barbecue. It like, you know, trying to help out, promote. They had a new sandwich that came out. All these cheese fans started coming on saying, oh, that looks like some old crappy barbecue and all that. Like, all these yeah. cheese fans were starting to berate me. I'm like, I wasn't even talking about the game. You guys have nothing better to do than to still come at us. You won the damn championship. Move on. Yeah, like, if we won a championship, I mean, I, I'd just be happy that I won a championship. I'd be, like, taking in everything I could from that championship run. I'd probably be re-watching those games so many times, you know. I'd be buying all the stuff that you can buy to read oh, on dude. just everything. Like, dude, Dale, my bank account would be empty. You know, I still have not re-watched that Super Bowl. I was at that game. I'm not re-watching it again. I probably would have already watched it over 100 times by now. Yeah. If yeah. we. But I mean, I mean, dude, dude, seriously, Chiefs fans, get a life, okay? You guys won. 
just be respectful. I don't know. Cam, what's up, buddy? What's going on with it? So, well, we, we weren't real we weren't talking too much about this whole LSU thing. I said the only thing reminded me once they got on the podium because the girl that was talking shit, me and Greg kind of agreed like she should be able to handle getting shit talked back to her. That's just that's just if you play sports, that's how it goes. You can talk yeah. shit, uh, expect it back. Yeah. And then, but the the podium one is what I I was like, man, that just started reminding me of the Chiefs because it was a player, somebody on Twitter that was like. Like I don't get the energy. You're still up there on the stage. Like you got the championship trophy, and you're still talking about the other team. And I'm like, bro, that just reminds me of the Chiefs with our fan base because shit is like a whole ass game later. They're still talking about the Bengals, they, and they're still talking about the Bengals now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what that? What the LSU thing, man? I, you know, speak on it, man. Speak on it, Cam. Cam. I don't I don't mind it. I, I just don't mind it, whether they're on the stage or you know at the end of the game. I don't care. Like, you know, um Caitlin Clark, see what Caitlin Clark does. She talks stuff sub like it's very subtle. You don't see it throughout the game. So everybody was like, Well, Angel Reese just talked the last few minutes or oh, few seconds of the game. I'm like, no, nah, that's wasn't it. They was going <laughs> back and forth all game. Uh, Kayla Clark says little stuff all game, but she, she's not boisterous, so you don't see it. Because it was like the Louisville girl when they was talking trash back and forth. Like she goes up to her and said, Oh, you're down by 15. Yeah. Shut up. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but that took like a clip. You know, people had to rewind it and look at it. So, I mean, uh, you know, you talk trash all year, you know, you're going to get it back, you know, and especially like, like Angel Reese said, like where I'm from. Like, you know, I, I, I grew up playing basketball in the streets. We talk trash. That's what it was. And, you know, people come from different backgrounds, so they celebrate differently. Yeah, but it, I don't know. Man. I feel like everybody's played basketball because, like, that was my favorite sport growing up. You play basketball, man. You just you're used to that between summer leagues and, and you know, travel ball, all that, man. You, you're going to, you're gonna no matter where you're from, you're going to run into some shit talk. And and you better That's be ready to talk me, it too. I, you know me, I coached AAU, you know, for years. This is my first year taking a break from it. And, you know, I would travel all over the Midwest. And every game was just like you talking trash. Coaches talking trash to me. I'm talking trash to him. I mean, so for me, it was just all just part of the, part of the battle, man. Yeah, I think it, it, it got bad because it got bad on Twitter, like a lot of things, man. Shit gets, like, way out of control and people start saying yeah. it's this or that where it's like – everyone just needs to take a step back from Twitter sometimes, I think, like, before they even say anything. Like, because I've seen, like, Keith Olbermann, like, coming out today, like, why well, wouldn't have said this and that? It's like, well, you didn't need to say anything then. If you didn't know the whole situation, maybe right. you should shut there the fuck go. up in the first place so you don't put your foot in your mouth. Like, yep. but that's Twitter, I guess, in general. But, yeah, I'm just, I, I just related that part of it where it's like, man, they're still going about it. Like, even after you're celebrating, and I'm like, man, it's the Chiefs fans. I was like, if if we would have won a Super Bowl, I said I would have been buying all the content I could. I'd be reading everything I could. I'd be re-watching our stuff. I would, like, the last thing I'd been thinking is, oh, in the AFC Championship game, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess with us is that, you know, the Chiefs did overcome beating us to – win the Super Bowl, and, and they were 0-3 against us. It was a huge monkey uh, for them. I, I don't. I still don't get them to this day still talking to us about AFC Championship game. Uh, yeah, right. I know when we beat them last year, I really didn't see much of 
uh, oh, during Rams week, I didn't see us talking much to Chiefs fans at all. I just didn't see that. So it's kind of awkward to me. Yeah. Now, now we just got to go and we got to beat them again. We got to, you know, we're going to play them again. We're going to have to eliminate them again. It's going to come down to it. And then, then, then hopefully yep. it's just like, all right, we ain't got to say a lot, but shit, people that do want to say a lot, they're giving people ammo too. So <laughs> absolutely. But, um, yeah, so I titled this one Jonah. I'm just I, I think we're all just like so ready for the draft and like to have some new players on the team, to have some extensions announced something. So now we're just kind of in that repeat of things to talk about, and that's on Twitter and stuff too. But Jonah is still a hot topic, and I'm not sure I'm not sure I fully understand where everyone's going with this topic anymore. I feel like it's been beaten to the ground so much. Like, where are we going with this topic? And, like, what are you guys' feelings? Because it's like we're talking sacks versus pressures versus this versus that. To me, it all counts. Like, all that shit counts. It's n- And it's never good if you're on the high side of any of it. And you look at something else and you can say, okay, maybe that should come back down. But then you look at multiple years and Jonah's had a lot of sacks multiple. I, I don't know. Like, And I'm not trying to get – I do not want in the middle of this shit. Trust me. I do not want in the middle of no Twitter drama. I just uh, like I think Jonah could be upgraded. He don't, if he don't want to be here, that's been my thoughts on it. If he don't want to be here, let's let's find a trade for him and let's draft somebody. Or I've been saying bring in Cam Fleming as a free agent. So right away you've got you some backup protection for Jonah in general if he don't want to play right tackle. But just what you guys thoughts on the on the Twitter chaos with Jonah, the sacks pressures, anything you guys want to speak on on it? I'll let you go first, Greg. Yeah, you know, my take is, you know, that I, I saw the whole sacks versus pressures. To me, they both mean it, – it's like, you know, you look at when a guy gets a sack like QB hits, that means it's just as much as a sack almost or batting down a pass. I mean, that's a big deal right there with Jonah and all that. You know, I mean, I, I'm just so tired of talking about it, like you said, Dale. I mean, you know, I'll accept the fact that these are right tackle, but in the same you know, the same essence, you know, I, I'm just so t- I just wish a decision was made along with Joe Mixon. I just want a decision to be made. So punch of people so we can all just move on with our lives. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I think after the draft, hopefully there's more clarity. That's going to be the thing. If we don't have answers either way after the draft on those no, positions, no, it's going to eat right back up. Whether they're both on the team or not, I'm going to support the, support it no matter what. But my question to you is, you talked about Cam Fleming. Dalton Reisner, I know we talk about him as a backup guard, but I believe could he play right tackle, do you think? Because I did think he played in college. Well, he's played four years in the NFL at left guard now, so it's another one of those things. You hate to move the guy if that's all he's played in the NFL. But, yeah, I know when he was coming out, we were looking at him, him and guys like Cody Ford because I hear Percy's channel is saying, you know, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of that either. If he has to start for any reason at right tackle, like week one, because of this Jonah shit and everything, I'm going to be super disappointed in that. Oh, me too. Because he's done nothing in the NFL at right tackle or at guard to this point. Whereas Lee and Reisner, I would still bring him in and I'd let him compete with Folson if we're talking to him, but I'm not bringing him in to play right tackle just Another unknown. I feel like that's the last thing we need at that position would be another unknown at right tackle on the roster. Uh, with Jonah Williams, uh, you know, I, I, I've kind of stayed away from the kind I did, you know, uh, comment on uh, I was someone, I forgot what someone's um, tweet where they showed the 13 sacks and, uh, you know, and guys, Jonah's going to be our right tackle. 
you know, that's just what it's going to be. Uh, well, you got to do that to me, Cam. You know, <laughs> he's going to be a right tackle. I, you know, I, I think that's what the plan is. Uh, I think they already figured that out. They're, if they, you know, obviously he asked for a trade. Uh, they had their price. No one's willing to come close to that price from what we're hearing. Uh, so I, I just feel like Jonah's going to be our right tackle, and we're, we're, we're talking about it really for no reason. Uh, he's going to be our right tackle. Uh, I think maybe that we still draft one in the first round, and perhaps he plays some little swing tackle just to get some snaps. But I just don't see a, a scenario where Jonah Williams is not on the roster when we're kicking off this 2023 season. I'll go back to that part. I think if we draft a first round, especially if it would be Darnell Wright, maybe even if it's Dewan Jones, but if we get one of those guys in the first round and we feel comfortable enough that they're going to be the starter, and comfortable enough even after the draft, after that first round of the draft, then we still got the rest of the draft. Somebody else missed out on maybe their left tackle, you know, that they thought they were going to get in the first round. That's when maybe I think we could trade him. So basically, we need. Somebody to miss out on their left tackle that they were wanting to get. And then we need to nail our right tackle spot at pick 28. That, And then I think, okay, maybe you can take a third for Jonah or a fourth and a next year fourth or whatever you got to do and just be like, hey, we're wiping our hands clean of the 12.6 million. We're going to use that for extension on somebody else. Because, I mean, it's still 12.6 million. If we're talking about him as a swing tackle, I don't want it at 12.6 million. Like, I don't want him on the roster at 12.6 million. No, you, I don't blame you, man. I mean, like I said, like I said, Dale, I, I just want this all to be resolved so we can just move on with the lives. It's like this. I get nutty with my family sometimes when we decide to want for dinners and Outback Steakhouse is at Dewey's Pizza. I'm like, just make it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to food all the damn time. I love it. Right? I'm, making a, I'm doing a Lutheranism here. It's like, damn it, man. Just make a decision. It just drives me nuts. We'll, we'll like debate for an hour. I'm like, Let's just end the goddamn drama here and make a decision already. That's how I feel about this right now. I know that's kind of stupid, but that's just how I feel, right? Yeah. But, like, when you do a show, you want to be able to come on here and you want to be able to talk. And even if you don't agree, you want to be able to talk. You want to be able to talk about potential outcomes, things like that. And that's what I mean. Twitter's made anymore to where it's like, damn, you don't feel like saying anything because you're afraid you're going to (laughs) be. Yeah, you're going to be berated. You're going to be like, oh, you're on this side. I'm not on anybody's side. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Man, it's getting too wild. It's just like, like I said, I will respect it either way. Now, if you're asking me personally, if I was the general manager, the way I would do it is I, my asking price would be like, I I would do what you did. I, if if I knew I could get Darnell Ryder, Jawan Jones in the first round, I would almost accept the fact I could take, I would almost consider taking a fourth round pick for Jonah. If I had, if I knew I had, if I knew I had my right tackle situation taken care of, whether it's a rookie or someone like Cam Fleming, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with getting getting a third or a fourth or whatever. Well, the thing is, too, is that we still have Collins out there. So if you're going to keep Collins on the roster, you feel a little more comfortable that you've got a guy that even if it's you know close to playoff time and he's coming back and he's healthy at that point, that you've got an extra guy and you're not relying on Cody Ford. So I think right. Collins is a piece to this whole thing, too, on Jonah's future. Like I said, I still think ultimately is what can you get in the draft. And then if you if you have to say, okay, Jonah, you're all right tackle, and Jonah's like, no, I'm not playing it. <laughs> it's like, well, you're going to lose out on $12.6 million. And then it's like, yeah, okay, I'm well, playing he, he can't go out there and say, I'm not playing. I mean, no. this is a guy that's coming off of 13 sacks, giving up uh, a guy that obviously around the league, they don't look at him as a tackle at all. 
left or right. Some some look at him as a guard. So he has to come out here, whether it's at right tackle or wherever, he has to come out here and have a good season for his uh, you know free agent prospect. Because if not, things will be calling him like, hey, you want to play left guard for us? You know, instead of tackle. And then, so, I mean, he has to really come out here and perform. So, like I said, his leverage is he doesn't have any. No, no, have any at all. That's why I feel like he's going to be at right tackle regardless. Well, well, Dale, I'm not going to name according to what's his name or anything, but I was bummed out one time on another show, and he and my unnamed source said, Greg, we're in the best situation ever. He's our right tackle. And I even said to him, Well, what what, he's going to make 12 million. What if he sits out? He's like, Greg, he's not going to sit out, make himself look horrible in the free agency market. He's not going to do that or anything. I mean, he 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 would he he would have so much to lose if he did something like that. He doesn't. But look- he's already done step one of that to make himself look bad of of coming out and saying publicly that he wants a trade and he don't want to play right tackle. Now I know you can still come back from that, but I'm just saying like that's not a, an ideal thing. Well, I no. I think he's upset. Larry, let me ask you both. Say if that was your son who said I'm not playing right tackle, and I because I'd be like, you're making twelve million, you. Just suck it up and move on. I mean, well, I don't think, but see, I don't think it's about, oh, this is your son or your brother or your cousin. No, this is agent, player, long term money, right. dollars and cents, you know, what well, makes sense for me to get my dollars. Right. Um, but yeah, Percy here with, uh, we may have to package Jonah with a few. See, that's the thing. One team that I could see like that needs a left tackle more than a right, but it keeps lining up in the mock drafts where the left tackles may be gone, the best left tackles. It's the Steelers, and we're not going to trade with the Steelers. So I could see us packaging 28 and Jonah to, you know, try to move up to 17 if it was any other team but, like, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because your other teams, like the Jags, well, they need a right tackle because they lost Juwan Taylor. Like, there's other people that need right tackles more that are still in front of us, too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, it's it's just going to be interesting. At one point, you saw your report say, uh oh. Oh, we got a big timer here. We got a guy who writes for all Bengals. Ooh. All Bengals. Congratulations, Parker. Yeah, congratulations on yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And I, I read your first article and it was really good, man. Oh, yeah. I was shocked. I was like, Parker actually write this? Or he have a good Parker, Parker agrees with me. Yeah, I, I know. I was going to say that too. So, Dale, I did message Parker about this one time. He said he thinks Jonah could be one of the, and I think he said that on Twitter. Parker thinks. Jonah could be one of the best right tackles in the league. He even went on on to say, I believe it. You know, and like I said, man, you know, Parker's seems very confident. And why not? Well, he I mean, said on here, you know, but that's part of it, though, is committing to it. You know, if he's not willing to go out and start practicing at all, it at all, and we're putting him in there week one in the fire, and he's like, ah, I just showed up and I've been practicing, right. thinking I'm still getting traded to left tackle. That scares us. That scares money. Me. But that's yeah. scary. Like I'll show you up and lose I'll, a lot of money. You got, but I'll show up. I'll do the best I can. But I haven't practiced it the whole time. And then how do you, how comfortable you feel as the Bengals that put him in? I mean, someone got to get into Jonah Williams' ear and say, "Listen, man, like Mike Mike McGlinchey just got paid eighty seven million dollars, and Mike McGlinchey is not the best right tackle in the world. Um, you know, him struggling at left tackle, he won't gonna get paid a whole lot anyway if you continuing to give up." you know, double-digit sacks in a season. So maybe he go to right tackle, show that he's a little bit better. He might get paid more than he at right tackle than he would at left. That's why like, it makes so much sense. Parker said that. Parker's like, if he could be, he, he thinks he could potentially be top 10, top 15 guy easily at right tackle. 
and we see what that they're getting paid too. So it's like, why not go give and, it a shot? Like, I don't get it, man. But, but like, I remember reading a thing about Jonah. He was told to move to Gardner Center in college and refused to do that. So I mean, Jonah. I mean, Jonah. He's stubborn. I know he wants to play left tackle. I get, it. like you guys just said, with the whole Mike McGlinchey thing, that came to my mind. I mean, good Lord. Like you said, he's not even a, the best right tackle in the league, and he's getting paid like $87 million. I mean. $87.5 million for five years. That's his well, day. That's crazy. Right and Lane Johnson, as Parker mentioned, has got an extension of $33 million for one year. Yeah, it's starting to be where it don't matter if it's left or right tackle, you're going to get paid. Like yeah. tackles in general are getting paid. I mean, Lane Johnson, $33 million for one year. Are you kidding me? Oh, my Lord. And the Bengals didn't ask you to move to guard. They didn't ask you to go to compete at guard. They asked you to move no. to right tackle where you could still get the bigger payday than you, you would still if you moved. start. Like, no, they're not even telling him he's not a starter. And most teams, most teams view him as a guard. Isn't Wasn't a report out that he's not getting the market he thought he was. Most teams view him as a guard, I believe. I mean, like you guys yeah. said, be grateful. We still want you at right tackle. I think I think I wish that was the thing, you know, that more people would just be like, "Hey, can we all agree that he needs to shut the hell up and go play right tackle where he I'm could sorry, get paid no, instead of arguing over sacks and pressures and this and that and looking like yeah. just we just want to argue all the time." But like, I mean, I don't want to say that because I got respect for Jonah and I get it. He was blindsided by the whole thing, but guess what? At other jobs, they they can tell you the last second if you're going to do this. I mean, because everybody, you hear everybody say, well, they should have discussed it with him first. It doesn't work like that in a business sometimes. It doesn't work. That's how, that's how it happens, you know? Now, Greg, this specifically, this question for you. Uh-oh. Because you said you're not going to freak out. But here we are. It's like April 3rd now. When we talked about that escrow money could pop in after the 31st for April. You worried about Joe Burrow's extension not hitting yet three days in? No, I'm not worried, no. All right, I'm gonna keep asking you that. Like, no, I'm not week. worried. No, I'm not worried. Jeremy Fowler says they're gonna, they're working it out. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, I said it's gonna happen during training camp. I think Joe was the one that had said it could happen any day. I said it's gonna happen during training camp when they do do an extension. I thought. but you said people will be freaking out by then, and I guarantee, Greg, if we're in the training camp and we ain't got that extension, you start to read some funky reports. People are look what people are freaking out over right now for Pete's sakes and all that and stuff. I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, it's just gonna be a long, day, long time and all that. But no, I'm not. I'm not freaking out. But I know people are gonna start freaking out. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you want it done early, obviously. Yeah. I mean, but we still got time. You know, it's plenty of time to work it out. I think the Lamar Jackson situation puts everyone on edge because everyone wants their quarterback to get done even though it's separate, separate situations. But still, it's like, you know, okay, this is a guy that was a former MVP, hasn't got his money yet. How are the rest of the quarterbacks going to respond? Are they going to, like, kind of stand with them? Are they going to do their own thing? So it's like, because it is kind of a duty with these players to help move these contracts move forward for the league. Like, it's not, they have to look at it more for just, just themselves. So even though I think they'll get a deal done, I'm not worried about it. Uh, but the closer you write, the closer it gets to training camp, I think people oh, are gonna freak out not wanting to go into year four, uh, you know, with a, a, a Joe Burrow contract. But I think it gets done. Like I said, I'm more worried about the T. Higgins one, straight up, because oh, I, don't, I don't want it to get closer to the Jesse Bates situation with the same agent <laughs> and coming into the last year. And I know, Cam, you've already spoken, so just enjoy what you've got in him for the next two years. 
Yeah, I'm still hoping yeah. it gets done, but yeah, hey, wait, I'm hoping it get done too. If we want to no, go, let's go the Colts route. No, that's the biggest mystery. That's the one I'm worried about is T. Higgins, man. Because like you said, Dale, you wait one more year, price goes up like crazy and all that. That's what I'm if anything, I'm worried it's the T. Higgins contract. Because then you start competing against other teams on where that dollar figure lands in open free agency market. And I'm sorry, but that's usually not something we still do. But Dale, let's look at the facts here. We have our number. But Dale. And it'll get done before he hits the open market in this situation. Now, let's look at the facts here. Duke Tobin has told teams no who have called about T. Higgins. And you know what? Joe brought this up. I didn't think about this. It is weird that he changes to five just like that. You almost would think, okay, if I know I'm going to be gone, I wouldn't waste my time changing my number. I'll stick with 85 till I'm gone here. The fact that he ch- that kind of says a lot to me right there that he's coming out with new five jerseys. So, but, but he's been wanting to change to five for like two years and it's well, been okay. getting the not having to pay for his other inventory or till it got down to a certain point has been a conversation every offseason. And then he could still be here for two more years regardless because, like, that's what we're saying. He's got this contract this year, and then you expect a one year on the franchise tag. So he's still not going to. And if he wants to switch to five, he's like, I'm not going to wait another three years to switch. I've been wanting to switch for two years. That's true. The, the only the only thing is, like, okay, we signed T, signed Jamar, we signed Joe. We're going to look like the Colts. Yep. And uh, and when one thing about worrying about looking like the Colts is, like no offense, you still have to stop Patrick Mahomes. You have to get stops. And our Super Bowl year and last year, going into the AFC Championship game, the defense played a huge part. I know everybody wants to keep that offense together. It's dynamic. It's fun. But at the end of the day, we went to the Super Bowl AFC Championship off our defense, getting stops, defense going in there, holding Josh Allen to 10, being able to hold Patrick Mahomes to under 30, which no other team can do but us. Like, so I, I just think if you do that, you got to be prepared to score 30 every game. You can't have one of those dud-type games where you start off slow, you pick it up, you maybe score 20 and win the game 20 to 17. Because that's not going to happen when you sign up three because you're going to have a defense with some holes in it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great point. It's a great point. And, and that's why the line still, to me, needs shored up. Like, that will help with your consistency. Right. But right now, we've still got questions. Like, we just do. And even Volson, to me, is still a little bit of a question at left guard. Now, we're not saying replace. We've never said replace him. No. But we've also said his job shouldn't 100% be safe if there's another cheap alternative out there, like uh, Dalton Risner, who's, you know, played better than him for four years in the NFL. If he wanted to come in on a vet minimum, I'd say, all right, Volson's love to have you as a depth piece. You know, you're not going anywhere. You're on a rookie contract. He can't make demands at this point. But that's just my thoughts. But we still got to figure out a right tackle. Now let's just say Jonah does play. I don't think it changes the conversation for 28. No. Not really. Like I don't, this, no. I don't think. So if Darnell Wright is there, but like I hate using this term many times, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be there. I'm sorry, but uh, but if he's the best player on your board, you still take him. Yeah, I, I agree. And like now, Cancy and all these people, like so Parker and Draft Guy Jared and I, we did a full first round mock, and I like doing those because it shows like. Okay, it's not it's not these simulators where it's like, oh, here's three guys I love, and this is great. No, it's like reality-wise, 
good chance that these guys that we love so much, someone else loves them too. Yep. And they're going to be gone. So we ended up with like Keely Ringo, Cam Smith, Emmanuel Forbes, and uh, Dewan Jones, and Jordan Addison as probably like the top five out there. Oh my god, that's <laughs> disgusting. That's what I'm saying. Not, like, but but it's possible. Yeah, Darnell Washington. I guess I could put in that conversation, but like both the top two tight ends was gone. You know what I mean? Kincaid and Mayer. Uh, KNC was well, gone. Kincaid Mayer was, was gone. gone. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Those two tight ends are gone. The D tackles were gone. The top four corners were gone. There, it was just like everybody that we're typically like, oh, that's a good pick here. Was gone. Darnell Wright gone. Yeah, Anton yeah. Harrison even gone. Like, yeah. I'm not really for going corner in the first round, but if that's the best player, I, I don't think they see. Let me ask you this: Do you think they the Bengals see Dewan Jones? Because they look at game tape, and he's got great game tape. Do you think they look at Dewan Jones as a first round pick? Straight, maybe, up? maybe. And if they don't, if they don't, <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't. I still think that's one of the situations you consider it. You consider him there. And that's who we ended up going with. But it was tough. It was just like, we don't love anybody here. We'll, we'll take the guy that, you know, especially. And then we're hoping Joan is back for the first year. So we're not having to bank that you had to put him out there as the starter year one. But it was it's tough. Like, in the corners, they're not going to be your starters if Cheeto's healthy. So that's where, to me, you trade back. Yeah. Like, as long as it's not too far, like, we had 28, see if it's a team around uh, 33, 34, want to trade up to us. We trade back, possibly get an extra fourth or something like that, and we pick from there if, it, if it's that. Uh, you know what I mean? If it's those options where you don't have no mayor, no Kincaid, no Cansey, no right, like, then I feel like after that, I feel like you're reaching. And that's where you get in trouble with your draft class, I feel. So I just feel like you can trade back, uh, get an extra pick, and get better value. And then say if you want to go to Juan Jones, you can possibly get him at like 33, 34 instead of just two. I just don't, I just don't feel like get using a first-round pick on Juan Jones. I just don't, especially when you don't test, you don't. You know, rumors out that you're overweight, and this is the biggest moment um, of your life. You know, for you, the chance for you to earn earn money. I just don't. I, I'm not on that. Yeah, it's definitely wasn't an easy choice to have to make there. Um, but I mean, we went with him, but it would be not ideal. Also, I seen this. So, like Greg, like we were saying about switching to five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait a year too if it's like three hundred thousand dollars that I got to buy out my inventory. Right, I, I know that. I look. I know that. But I'm just saying, you know, for like even if it is for just one more, I don't know. I, I, but I knew that though. I don't know, Greg. Do you remember we hopped on it? Like we didn't go live. But how drunk was I before we got off of the? Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to put on the spot here or anything. But you know, so was it pretty fucked up? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be very ni- uh, nice and say seven. Well, I'm just saying, I come down the next day for that mock draft and like there was shit everywhere, man. And I was telling Parker and name, I said, I don't know what, I don't remember last night. 
No, I remember you saying that. I remember you're like, Greg, I'm going to have to ask you on that. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm put on the spotlight here. No, but I really don't. No, but no, honestly, I really do not recall you being, you know, wild or anything. But uh, well, I just I feel like I fell asleep down here. I knocked stuff over. I knocked Monster Energy over. It shit was wet. Like, I don't know. I think I just, I think after we got off there, I think I just fell asleep. No, you know, that happens, buddy. I don't know. Very weird. Remember one time, remember one time there we were on another podcast and I fell asleep during the show. I think it was James like, is Greg sleeping? And I'm like, oh, what happened? And I think I fell, it was late at night. I think I fell asleep or something. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Prefer, okay, so Parker's saying I prefer a better blocking guy now that they have Irv. Kincaid is a better tight end. Mayor's a better fit for Cincy. No, I totally agree with that. Kincaid. I just don't think he fits what the Bengals are looking for in the tight end. Great receiving tight end, but Mayer is the better fit by far. Well, on top on top of it, the twenty four in the back concerns you can't just ignore. Yes, like you can't ignore that he's a little older prospect and having back issues. Right. Like, but that's the thing. I don't know that I would love if we took either tight end. Obviously, I, I I'm either Mayer in the first or none of them. But I don't know that I would love Mayer because I just like the tight end class. I feel like you'll get somebody good in second, third, fourth round. You mean, Dale, you know how I feel about taking a tight end. I just want that tight end secure. But like you said, you got to let it play out. Like, you know, Ed McPhillips, who we had on uh, Friday, even said he'd be shocked as hell if they run up on tight ends, even going like going into the second round and all that. So that's just me personally. I know, I'm, look, Herb. I'm so happy about her, but it's just his injury issues. The only reason that kind of freaks me out. I just want to get it secure, but at the same time, you can't reach also. Yeah. But a Tucker Craft, a Laporta, you know, some of those guys in the second I like. Um, People are saying Charbonnet in the second as a running back. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I don't know that I love that if we took a running back in the second. I know historically we've done that a lot. Um, If Gibbs is there, I would do it. I know, remember, we're in a group I'm not talking about Gibbs. That's why I didn't say Gibbs. I said Charbonnet. If, I don't think Gibbs gets to 60. No, no. But no, let me ask you this on group chat. Would you take Gibbs? Uh, I want to ask both of you. Would you guys take Gibbs at 28? Would you consider it? In this scenario I just gave you guys, because that's basically like that's when you would consider when Dewan Jones and those uh, you're down to like your fifth, sixth, and seventh corner and then Gibbs. Would you take Gibbs, Coach King, Coach, in the first round? Nope. All right. Touch yeah, some of those yeah. guys are warming up to that, and I'm like, man, you guys didn't even want Bijan in the first. And I'm like, yeah, it, it's just now I feel like we get bored and getting close to draft time, and anybody that's even closely named with the Bengals, like, oh, we'll take him. Oh, we'll take him. Yeah. Oh, we'll take yeah. him. But I just don't a second round. If you got that corner there, if Brent's is there, or you know, I mean, if it came down to Charbonnet or Tucker Craft, I'm taking Tucker Craft. If I had 10 chances, Same. every 10 chance I'm taking Tucker Craft. Same. I'm taking Laporta over Charbonnet because I also like the the uh, the running backs like Tajay Spears, Roshan yeah. Johnson, Chase Browns, like on and on. There's like a good five to six running backs that I feel like will be there. You know, a good chance to be there at the end of the third. And I'd rather get that. It's all about trying to match. You've got to, it's like a puzzle. You've got to try to, okay, what's the most likely outcome here? What's the most likely outcome I can get this guy here, this piece here? Now, 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 let's have a little fun with this. Say both, even though I don't think it's going to happen, say for both Kraft and Laporte are there in the second round, who do you pick? If they're both there? I mean, I could wait still. No. 
safe. You can't wait. You know there's going to be a big runoff. I would. I like Laporta. I know Iowa has a good reputation with tight ends. I'm just a big Tucker Craft fan right no, now. No, I've said that too. I've had him rated a little higher than Laporta, not by much. Like they always have similar grades. They're just different players. And Craft right. is just bigger. Give me the guy that's bigger. Exactly. Especially knowing that we have Irv Smith, who's a little smaller now in here. Give right. me the the next guy. That's a guy who's you know a good solid six five. Coach Cam, do you have any thoughts? Do you know much about Laporta and Tucker Craft? Yeah, I will go Laporta, uh, just because he's been a centerpiece of offense. Like I know, like Iowa, that's all they had last year, outside of, of course running the ball and just him getting the targets. You know, being the vocal point of offense. Even though he wanted to be there for us, I, I still like uh, Laporta, and, and I think he could be an all-around tight end, you know, uh, for us as someone that could build chemistry with Joe Burrow for more than one year, someone yeah. we can have for a long time. No, Now, I know we don't talk a lot of basketball, <laughs> show, but I couldn't let this comment go by uh-huh. without – Hey, my Cavs have been struggling a little bit too now. They bounced back and won yesterday, but – Yeah, they did. They did. Uh you know, hey, there's nothing I can really discuss here. One and seven, our last eight. Uh, we stink. We we don't we don't defend. We we can't protect the rim. It's layup after layup after layup. I don't think it's a Kyrie issue. Uh, I think it's more of a defensive issue than anything. We're not gonna make the playoffs. We're not gonna make the play in. Uh, they can rest Luca and Kyrie for all I care. Let's uh, yep. Yeah, let, let's let's try to. They're get not the top gonna make pick. the play. This is over. Huh? They're, they're not going to make the play-in even now? They're 11th. 4-11 and 11 with them two together. Wow. Did you think when they brought Kyrie in, did you say, this shit won't work? Or were you hopeful? I thought it I thought it would work only because they could both drop 30. They could both drop 30. They both drop 40. But the, the thing is, it didn't matter if we traded for Kyrie or kept the same team. I think kept the same team, we would have probably still made the playoffs, but it would have been like first round exits. It was worth a try. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have no big man. We have nobody that can block shots or protect the rim. Like anybody can go to the lane, get a layup, get a dunk. We give up 115 plus, 120 plus a night. You just can't win like that, no matter how much firepower you have. Now, are you on to the Lakers? Like, are, are you thinking they're going to make a run here? Because. They've been no. playing a little better. You still just uh, they might win. Depend on who they end up matching up with. Uh, I think they'll either match up with uh, the Nuggets or oh, who's the two seed out there? The Kings had been Grizzlies, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I know the Kings had made it up to the two seed, but I don't know. Kings if are third there. now. Third. So I feel like teams are like ducking that four spot and five spot, trying to get to the six. And play the Kings. They want to play the Kings first round. That's because if you see it, Warriors and and Clippers are like flip flopping between five and six. I think they prefer to play the Kings first. Well, I mean, the Knicks all of a sudden decided to be decent now, and that's probably going to be the Cavs first round matchup. And I'm like, what? What the hell? Come on now, y'all got, I, it. y'all got it. I need my Cavs yeah. to win one round. That was my goal. I told you that. I said they yeah, got it. Well, I, I gotta, think they get it. I think they get. They got to win at least one round this year. They need that. They get it. They get it. But back, back to the Cincinnati Bengals. Not too much. We're blaming Stephen. Blaming Stephen that we got off on a tangent. Lakers are almost Lakers are almost up to the sixth seed. They are. 
Damn. Good Lord, man. I'm telling you, I, that was like a week ago I checked, and I seen they've been winning, and I seen you guys have been losing, but damn, it's crazy how NBA didn't uh, like shit can just flip. Didn't like it was like the worst team in the NBA at one point. They were pretty. They were pretty far back here, Greg. Yeah, yeah. they were bad. Well, no, the, well, the, the, look, I haven't followed NBA, but it hasn't knocked Ben Anthony Davis could never stay healthy. He's balling right now. I know that. When yeah. he's out there, he's gonna. He's one of the best. But it's just if can he stay out there for long stretches? That's the time. That's the key. Now we've had basically like zero NFL wide news. It seems like these past few days. Oh, but uh, one. One thing I seen today was Jalen Carter, the D tackle from Georgia. He's only visiting top 10 teams. So his agent is Drew Rosenhaus, and they told teams, like, now if they trade into the top 10, he'll he'll do a visit. If, and you got to do that, obviously, before the draft. So if you, if you trade in the top 10 now, he'll come visit you. But other than that, he's not going to visit teams that don't have a top 10 pick. You guys have any thoughts on that? You know, you know, J- Jalen Carter. I mean, I mean, if I had to pick a dream scenario, I'd love the, him to be a Bengal. We all know that ain't happening or anything. But you know, I mean, I guess he's that confident he's going to be a top ten pick and all that. But if I was him right now, I'd be grateful. I- I'd visit any team that asked me to come in for a visit, wouldn't you? But maybe I'm just naive with this whole thing. Would you both? I'm gonna let Cam go. Yeah, I- I'm not understanding the thought process. Uh, behind his team right now, or you know, whoever PR agent, you know, whoever, uh, I will be taking all calls, interviews, yeah. visits, um, you know, just you know, and try to prove as many teams as possible. Uh, as far as my character issues, that's not who I am, yeah, uh, proving these guys who you really are. Because um, you know GMs talk, owners talk. So if he can make a good imprint on one, they can say, "Hey, man, this Jalen Carter kid. He's not a bad kid. You know, he made a mistake. This, then the third, I will still take him." But now it's like you got this arrogant arrogance about you. Where I'm not, you know, talking to anybody past. Now, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Will he go past ten? Probably not. No. I right. think the Bears at, at nine, if they, uh, you know, will get him there. Um, but. I, if it was me, uh, I would be visiting with any and every team possible yes. to, prove to, to prove to them and, my and character. That, in that situation where you're at risk of being not in the top 10, I would just do it also just to say, hey, like you said, Cam, I'm not this type of person anymore. I want to prove to the whole NFL this was a stupid mistake that I was involved in. I'm going to tell everybody that I talk to, be grateful who I talk to, that, hey, I'm not this type of person. I don't think he should have that type of leverage where he can control who we can and can't talk to is, is my personal opinion. See, I was leaning more toward like, ah, he's not getting out of the top 10. It doesn't matter. So if I was him, why waste my time? I'm not going to waste your time. But I think you guys are right. And the more I hear you guys talk about it, because also like, I, then I think back, well, the combine member, he left, like he left right before he had to answer questions because all that stuff come out. So like, if anything, he should be going in just to interview with teams, even if he's yes. not doing workouts. So Yeah. Yeah, he should be doing at least something. Yeah, like I say, he, I just don't think I'm getting in trouble. I mean, if I was in that situation or anything, if I did something like that, I would talk to each and every team that called me and stuff and just be great. Because I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm grateful I'm still going to get drafted and all that. I could still, uh, that I could still be in the top 10. I would have more, you know, gratefulness is what I, is the main way I would say. I would not want to be picky. Let's put it that way. Well, and you also know how it is too. Like you could become a free agent one day and these are things that, or what if your career doesn't go well and you end up on waivers, you know, let's just say worst case scenario, you end up on waivers. You want these teams to pick you up. Well, they've already got to know you 
because you came and visited. Exactly. So by not doing it, it's just another opportunity not to meet these people. Or coaching ch staffs change all the time. Exactly. And like you said, exactly. So uh, There's just a lot of... Uh, the, yeah. The, yeah, if I was his agent, I'd say any team that calls you, you pick up that phone and say, hey, this is not who I am. That's just what I, me personally. Now, you know how they say you can't really judge a draft till about three years past. Yep. Right? You guys want to do go back to 2020? Let's do, do maybe the first 10 or 15 picks of the draft if we if we were the GMs and who we'd take in what spots. Sure. Sure. Let's do it. I thought of that right before we started. I was like, yeah, we'll see if that's even an option here. So as long as it don't freeze up on me. <laughs> So back to one of our wow. favorite drafts, Damn. which it's funny to look back at this and and mock draft database board, man. Yeah, Jeffrey Okuda, even not uh, even Chase Young, but I just see Jeff Okuda up there, and, and I'm like, wow. They had Okuda number one. I mean, Okuda was so good though. Like coming out of school, like of course I wouldn't put him above Joe Burrow no. like, in my grading process, but no. Okuda could easily been two or three. Derek like or four on the list. Yeah, yeah that was a monster for the pain. I'll just I'll just kick around to some of the tops at the now. Obviously, like Justin Jefferson at eighteen, to me, he's going to go a lot earlier. No, he's going to go way higher. Definitely above CD and interior o line. Uh, I mean, Jonah yeah, Jackson honestly ended up being pretty good, but it ain't like Cesar special. Is Ruiz been that good? Were you a big fan of him, Dale, coming out of Michigan? Uh, he was so so. I mean. Didn't really care one way or the other. Patrick Queen, I wanted so badly. I'm glad the yeah. Ravens. Cole Komet, the, that tight end class. Woo, talk about this year compared to this one. This one's That's terrible. Good. Yeah. Wow. Ken Law didn't really pan out, and he went really high. He went like eight to the Niners, I think. I don't CJ Henderson, Jeffrey, I, I don't know. AJ Terrell will go top 10. Yeah. And, and Diggs, interception number wise, is good, but. But I think he will still go high. Diggs will go higher too. No. Yeah. So young. Uh, yeah. Man, this class honestly. Uche. Uh, I was gonna say Uche's played well. Yeah, if you're just looking at higher. that. Well, Dale, I don't want to change the subject here quickly, but Chase Young, obviously, the tackle class was really good, but it hasn't. Hurts will probably be like top five. No, no, Thomas is the, no Thomas is a top five. Thomas, I think, is maybe the Tom, best. Thomas, yeah, Thomas is out good too. too. Yeah, yeah, Johnson Taylor, who went Taylor. 40. Yeah. All right, well, it should be easy with our first pick here. We're the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, just, um, we know we ain't changing ours for nothing. Not you guys want Justin Herbert, you said? Yeah, let's Yo. do Justin Herbert. <laughs> Give me a kiss my ass. Now, Washington, in the actual draft, they took uh, they took Chase they Young. took Chase Young, I would too. Justin Herbert. Now they're talking about trying to trade him, so – well, they would. I think if they had to go back on it, they would pick Justin Herbert. Yeah, me too. But you just, have to, right? Like, there's no way. And Hertz is in this draft too. If we, I mean, I kind of missed him there. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Now he's gonna jump up to the top ten. What? Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, Jordan Love, we don't know about yet. So no. So Herbert, pretty easy to say him at two, right? But, will be but two. You know, I want to go back to Chase Young, man. What would it, if the bank? What, what is your asking price for Chase Young? Like, what do you think you can get for Chase? If I'm Washington, he's been hurt so much. I don't know. Like, not I a first. Somebody suggested the Texas trades a 12th pick. 
I'd say you're stupid to do that for a guy who's been hurt. Uh, yeah, he can't do that. Washington it only takes got to keep him and hope that he pans out. It only takes one team, I guess. Look at Marquise Brown. I go back to that. Some of these trades make no sense, you know. Wow. The Ravens got a first for him. That one didn't make no damn sense to me. No, it's not. So, yeah. All right. So, at pick three, the Lions. Now, they got Jared Goff. And he's been playing well. He's been, you know, and they love, they really like him for some reason. And the past three years. So, we'll just say. And I, I don't know. We're drafting these guys for now. It's kind of. I'd go Justin Jefferson for him. They have Panay Sewell. So, I, when they don't have to. Jefferson probably just the third most talented guy, right? Like, yeah, I go Justin Jefferson in a heartbeat right here. We were, oh, I mean, well, yeah, you said they did. I mean, they drafted. You they drafted Sewell after this, right? But let's just say, you know, we're saying there. It's that's why it's so tough because, like, okay, do we go back and we say you had to endure the last three years of? Maybe I go Andrew Thomas with this pick, or is it like okay? It's your team now, and you'd add this piece to it. Because for me, I would I would either go Worse or Jefferson. Yeah. I, I think I'm in agreement with the two players. No, well, they he, had ta- they've had Taylor Decker at left tackle as well, which Worse is good right tackle. But now they have Sewell. Knowing you're going to get Sewell, I say we just go with uh, what they could still use. All right. Should we go Jefferson? We'll draft, we'll draft like we're still trying to add a piece for the, some of these teams. Let's go Justin Jefferson. Okay. Obviously, like the Bengals, if they didn't have Burrow, they'd, you know, we'd, be, we'd be hurt no right. matter what. Can you imagine but, Jefferson and St. Brown together? Oh, my God. Got T. Higgins down here now creeping I think, up. Would you still pick Thomas here? Uh, that's one I think so. Yeah. Because right? he's a left tackle. Right. I would. I don't Worf. think I, I think he's lived up to his number four pick. Yeah, and Worfs has stayed at right tackle for now. So yeah, I think we go, Thomas. Now, Miami, okay. Uh, do you go I Tim- think they go Hurts. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts has been better than Tua. Yep, I go Jalen Hurts here. Yeah, I think Boom, put it on the board. Who's next? Now do we go Chase Young here? The no. Chargers, man. The Chargers are like, damn it, you took Herbert from us? We don't even get Hurts, no Burrow. We got nothing. I would take Tua, man. They need a quarterback that got rid of Phillip Rivers. I would take Tua, man. Tua. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they don't have her. Yeah. yeah. You have to have somebody, right? <laughs> yep. Tua tackle by Loa. Yeah. And that's 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 not good. Yeah, ain't Make sure there ain't like man. anybody, anybody. No, I don't know, dude, because they got Red Rivers knowing they were going to get a quarterback. I got to take Tua here. Man, that's yep. tough, though, because we know his concussion history now. But, yeah, but I don't know. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, they needed a quarterback so bad, they can't just go without one. Now, Carolina. Right, now we got to go Chase Young here. You got to go Chase Young. He's been hurt a lot, but. Well, what about T. Higgins at? They don't have a quarterback. Well, you gotta yeah. th- you gotta think though, guy. Like Derek Brown's been pretty good, right? Yeah, he has been. He's been really good. And then Akuda hasn't lived up. Or... Terrell, Terrell Diggs. Oh, I forgot about Terrell. Yeah. AJ Terrell is real. Uh, AJ Terrell, I might go here, Dale. Remember the Falcons got criticized for taking him way too high. Yeah, and they that was right on time. Yeah, and who's laughing now, right? Yeah, I think I think Terrell because I just think Young's been so hurt. Yeah, I go Terrell right here, man. You're right. Arizona. 
Now they have no. Wait a minute. So they they have Kyler Murray at this time, right? Yes. I would yeah. take T. Higgins right here. Or C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. I don't know. Who do you guys pick right here? Uh, I mean, I think let's go Henry Ruggs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, who, who do we pick though? I mean, is it Lamb or Higgins? I think uh, uh, I think we love Higgins, but I think Lamb is is just as good of a player. If well, not, no, Lamb was also maybe slightly team. better. Lamb was Kyler Murray's teammate, so that would probably make more sense. Yeah, Lamb. I go see Lamb, but it's close. Yeah, a lot closer than it was, you know, right. three years ago. Yeah. Who's next? Jaguars. Which right now they need a right tackle. Okay. But like Derek Brown would look good on their D line. How's Derek Brown it? on the board? Chase Young on the board. Uh, Worf Simmons on the board. Worf's on the board. I'd go Worf's, wouldn't you? I think Worf's is probably definitely worthy of that top Worf's. ten pick. I think so too. You good with that, Cam? Put it in there. Let's do it. Cleveland. Uh-huh. They well, drafted Jedrick Willis this year, didn't they? They're going to crap. Do not put him. Yeah. And I love Higgins too much. Don't put him on Cleveland. Yeah, and I don't see him taking any of those, you know, in hindsight that they would. Yeah, Willis hasn't was- panned out, right, for them? No, he has not panned out. This is where you – I think this is where you go Derek Brown or Chase Young. I was going to say – I was going to say Derek Brown almost because they seem to always be chasing the D tackles. They were interested in Javon Hargrave. Yeah. I know they brought in some guys, but – I think Derek Brown for them makes sense. And the Jets, I mean, could go a lot of ways. I mean, you, it's, it's an open book here. I mean, I know they picked Beckon, but I mean, uh, Chase, I, I go Chase Young here if I was them. I think we're starting to get in that range where the talent's still there. Yeah. Even though we know he's been injured, he's still a very talented, dude. Right. Isaiah Simmons? Patrick Queen starts coming in the conversation, too. I think Patrick Queen's better than any of those other guys at that no, spot. No, no, What about Logan Wilson? I think he's way better than Patrick Queen. You're right. Yeah. He would be up there in that you conversation. Know, I, I think Logan could be in debate for over this. Yeah. I think this one, we got to say, okay. Because the talent is still even there. You gotta go chase young. I mean, yeah. what about still when won rookie of the year? Do you go? Do you go T Higgins here? Uh, they value speed, so I don't know if they would pick T Higgins, but I would go T Higgins if I was the Raiders. You know what? I think they would go Okuda. You think they would? Now, is there anybody that's paying? Like Okuda is really not paying out yet. Uh, Trey Pride, no. I guess, yeah, you got to look down at some corners, I guess. A.J. Green for the Browns, no. I think it's basically Diggs. Trayvon right? Diggs. Fulton's not been bad in Tennessee, but I don't know what he did last year. Henderson, I felt like, did he come on for the Jags last year? I have no idea. Ah, uh, he got traded, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So he's not like 
T's probably the best receiver. That's what I said, but see, they value speed. I don't see, remember the pa- right- Patrick Queen and Logan Wilson aren't. I take Patrick Queen. I think they would have taken Patrick Queen. Yeah, he got traded to the Panthers, CJ Henderson. Okay. But do we agree that Logan Wilson would be a first round pick in this draft if we know now? Maybe. I think he would. Trying to look down at some of the other. What are you guys thinking here? Okuda probably. I Cam, I, I don't know. Do you agree with Okuda? I I, I I might do. He wasn't bad last year. It's either right? Okuda or Diggs. Yeah. Let's skim Diggs since Diggs. he's been a he's been a Pro Bowler. Right. Yep. You know, had ten interceptions. Yeah. Now this would normally be a quarterback. Oh no, are we still with the Raiders or no? We're with San Francisco, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no quarterback available. Do you go Jordan Love here? No, you wouldn't. No. No, there's no quarterback worthy of taking. Do you give them T. Higgins? Pair him up with Kittle and Samuel? I don't think What's I some other do D linemen down there? Is there any yeah. others that are sleepers that could have? No. No. Okay. Go to offensive line. Well, I think they have enough. Well, I don't see any. Energy. The boy. <laughs> Isaiah Wynn, who can't even. <laughs> Josh Jones was a big mystery. I thought he was going to be good. He fell in the draft like crazy. He had a good year last year, finally. Oh, for who is he with? The Jaguars or? Uh, uh, Cardinals, I believe. Okay, remember, he didn't he fall because of his short arms? I mean, I remember Bengals fans mm-hmm. were pissed we didn't take him in the second or third round. I was going to say, we kind of liked him in the second. He was even there in the third. That's what made it. Do we go Beckcon here? He hasn't done it. Like, he's been out. He hasn't played yeah. for two I- years. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor. I, they don't need a running back, though. No, that's we should have considered him for the Raiders. Now that Jacob, well, no, Jacob's resigned. Never mind. One, oh, oh man, they don't need linebackers either. Their linebackers what, what, are like some happened? of the best in the Bob, league. Zach Baum, I know, was a big mystery. I mean, he didn't pan out. Kenneth Murray didn't either. I don't. Man, this one sucks. This really does when you look at it. I guess Xavier McKinney or. You got maybe Jeremy Chin, like. Yeah, this is uh, this is getting horrible now. Hey, that just shows too the way the Bengals, what the Bengals got in this oh actual God. draft, and here we're struggling to pick thirteen to find. Yeah. Somebody said Jedrick Willis at right tackle. Will yeah, Wills or I see uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris said they still take rugs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I just can't. And then Isaiah Simmons. Did he come on a little bit this year? Because you know, if he did, like, he just moved him around so much. Like he's such a freak athlete. Like yeah, cool. somebody would have end up picking, but no. Yeah, we'll just take him for there. Like he's a chess piece. Do what you want. Now Tampa Bay. I don't. I don't have strong feelings for Tampa Bay. And we'll just do one more pick. We'll do top fifteen. All right. Do you Wills get t- is a good fit for the 49ers. You guys cool with that? I mean, he hasn't been awful for the Browns, I guess, but. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. I mean, we still give T. Higgins to somebody. Yeah. If they don't want Jerry Judy and these guys that they're trading, right? I'd give him, I, I'd sign him to Denver. Yeah. Give him T. Give him T. I did a full first round. 
Well, I don't know. I feel like doing all that. Logan Wilson would definitely fit well in Dallas if we did Dallas. I, I would consider I would have considered Logan Wilson with Dallas. If Greg done Dallas? Yeah. Who's <laughs> Atlanta? Biggest to Denver. What about Pittman, man? Pittman's been good. Pittman's been really good. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait. What about what about uh, no for Atlanta? They need a running back, don't they? Well, I mean, their running game is perfect. Give them. Oh, a, we 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 slipped on IU too. Yeah, look, go back to the running backs. Give them a Taylor. I'll give them Taylor. We'll try to. Now you said who for Dallas? Uh, Logan Wilson. Yeah, but they took C.D. Lamb here, and we took Lamb from them. So maybe we should give them Pittman or Ayuk. All right. Yeah, Pittman's been pretty good. So I give him Pittman. Definitely not Denzel. I wanted Denzel Mims. I'll admit to you, I wanted Mims over. He was a Denzel Mims guy. Did you want Denzel Mims to coach Cam or no? Uh. I was on the fence. Like, I wouldn't have been mad if we selected him. It was either him or that guy from Colorado. Remember LaVishka Chenault? He was Chenault, like a, yeah. He was like a running back that could play receiver. Man, why they didn't listen to me? So, so <laughs> Miami with with Hurts, I mean. They would need line help, right? Uh, Jonah, they always need interior linemen. Jonah Jackson's been really good in Detroit. All right, let's do that. Vegas took Diggs. Probably need to get him a receiver. Ayuk. Ayuk would fit. Ayuk yeah. for sure, yeah. Jalen Rager, what has he done for the Eagles? Got the pair Wirfs up with uh You gotta go Okuda at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wirfs and uh Akuda. Philly. Do you give him a Judy? Like they drafted, still... they drafted Rieger here. Yeah, so does anybody Not have Jones is someone to consider? Claypool? Claypool, People. the third best receiver, top five receiver, guys. Mm. Give me a break. I know, but I mean, honestly, like I think they would still pick Judy though, y'all. They would. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> Talk about a team that got screwed on this. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you can't pick Ruggs. Is Ruggs not draftable in this game? Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's not do it. They're always needing corners. Give them no, Bolton. I tell you what. LaVisca Chanel, didn't he get traded or? Yeah. Yep. I really like LaVisca Chanel, man. I'm giving man. him Fulton here. Yeah, know. they drafted Fulton. the corner. Fulton. And then, and then they're getting ready to come back up. We can see what's that receiver still. New England, right. New England's a weird team. I don't remember who they take took, but what about Beckton? I'm gonna say, or I could see him taking the first tight end. Yep, Comet yeah. ain't been awful. Beckton's just been hurt for two full years. Man, this D, this edge class. Uche. Yeah, let's just give him. I think that's where he went, but they got him in that's like where the second at. or third. Yeah, <laughs> they got him in the second or third though. Yeah. Patrick Queen put him back in uh, New Orleans. Like he shouldn't yep. be here, honestly. Yep. What, what happened with Logan? Did he get drafted yet? No. No, but we got Minnesota, so Minnesota Claypool or yeah Packer. I think we go Claypool for him. Dolphins with their third. How the Dolphins are going to have three first-rounders and still well, didn't really... Yeah, I don't get that, man. Really do nothing with it. It was like Austin Jackson, and it was Tua. And... That's why all that still wasn't worth for Burrow. Yeah. 
Just not worth it. Nope. <clears throat> you get get the guy. You want to get your guy. Ooh, we, uh, 20 sales. Kenneth Murray still on the board. Oh, you got some stuff on the board, see. I think it will be between Ken Law or back then for real. I mean, we'll just give him Ken Law because they haven't taken a defensive player. Right. Seattle. They always pick weird shit. We'll be like, fam, we'll give him chasing. Seems like something they'd do. <laughs> Baltimore. Corner to try to match up with us. Yeah. CJ Henderson. It'll probably I mean, be CJ Henderson. Yeah, yeah, there's just not much. I'll take Gladney, one of the other two. Tennessee. I thought do you give Logan Wilson here? Yeah, I mean they lost David Love this year, so sure. Yeah, Logan would be make sense. I know you just want him to go in the first, so you could be like, Yeah, our three guys went in the first. <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> Willie Gay's actually pretty good too. No, Willie Gay, yeah. That linebacker. Now would they uh give the Aaron Rodgers some help here or <laughs> hell no. Hell, hey, they will we... never get they will never get <laughs> let's give him LaVisca. I honestly think Peoples Jones is probably the best guy on here. No, he probably is. Peoples Jones? He yeah. always the Bengals. Let me give him to him. Not everybody else. So we took Simmons, the uh, chess piece. What they got like this is this is not not pretty for them. There's certainly no quarterback. Give him Jordan Love. Why not? What the hell? Kenneth Murray. No, he already gave him Simmons. Uh, what has Kenneth Murray done in the NFL? I was a big fan of him. I don't think anything, and I was a big what fan. About of him safety, too. give him Xavier McKinney or no, no, no. Well, Dale, who, safety. Dale who Simmons the, can play some safety though too. Dale, who was the Texas Tech linebacker that was good, that the Seahawks took? Jordan Brooks. Jordan Brooks. Were you guys so out of out of Queen Brooks and Murray? Who would you guys have picked if all three of them were there? Uh, that would have been tough for me. I was very high on Queen and Murray both, like coin flip wise, pretty much. I liked Brooks a lot. I didn't think he, I thought he got picked way too high, but um, I, I, I probably Queen just because of the whole LSU thing. I would have said <laughs> tackles have not panned out either. No. Man, I got nothing on this pick. Say, oh, give uh, them a receiver. We they were supposed to get Aya. Yeah. Give them Rager, who at least has speed too. Yep. Ain't nothing else down there. We'll give them that. Chiefs. Uh, give the Chiefs, Chiefs rugs. Who cares? Nah, we gave him rugs. <laughs> Look at the Chiefs. I'm down with that. But yeah. Ooh, that three different. years later. Would have played out a lot different. <laughs> we still got Joey B. That's all I give a crap. I really think the top ten is very accurate. Yeah, I really do think yeah. so too. Yeah, after that it got difficult, but the ten the ten doing a top ten is pretty fun to look back and do a top ten of this. Oh yeah. Yeah, we may have to we may have to go four years back one day and 
Ooh, that's, the, that's your, the Jonah Williams class, ain't it? But, Dale, can we agree? Logan Wilson yeah. would have been a first. Yeah, we'll have to go top 11 then because he was a pick 11. Yeah, but, but, guys, Logan Wilson would have been a first-round pick if they knew what his outcome was going to be. Am I right? Uh, I don't know. It's linebackers. Linebackers are just not valued yeah, but, like that all the time. Dale, Patrick Queen, Kenneth Murray, and Brooks all went were first-round picks in the late first yeah. round. Levin could have went in one of those spots, yeah, for sure. Logan Wilson was even rumored to be in consideration in the first round. I heard one time. That would have been. He wasn't. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. How it worked out for us, right? So oh, those yeah. guys going in the first. That was our top yeah. three picks. Great for us. It's phenomenal. All right, fellas. Well, I appreciate it. Got anything you guys want to plug or, or discuss here before we hop off? Uh, yeah, so Ash, I have to put a note on social media. Just so everybody knows, unfortunately, Rally Around the Natty, I know it's usually always on Mondays, which is tonight at 7. Unfortunately, we had to cancel for tonight, but we should be back on next week at Monday at 7. All right. I don't have nothing to plug. Follow me on Coach, Cam, uh, Coach KMC on Twitter. You guys want to do another one tomorrow? Let's do this. Might as well, right? I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. Kind of like today, but we'll figure hey, it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Some news is going to break for us. I'm feeling it. Well, Zeke Elliott said over a week and a half ago he was going to make a decision where he wants to sign. We haven't heard anything. Well, that hasn't helped us any, Greg. Well, what? I mean, they have to agree to him, too. <laughs> yeah, he just the can't pop up that He <laughs> was ready to make a decision, but nobody <laughs> was willing to take it. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate That's you guys. Proud. Who day? Who day? Who day, baby? Who day, baby? Let's go! It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up! In the jungle, we unite and up! Trippin' orange and black and white! Who day when we fight? Live and die in these fights! Uh. Now who got a move I can Let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we fought them. Like that black and orange, I fought them.